The Breakdown Politics With Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies Telling you what you need to know regarding politics Breaking it down Politics To another episode of Politrix where Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. Merck, do your all thing. Alright, alright. How's everybody doing? Uh, I know Brother Blue's gonna be doing the uh, the family thing, so it's probably just gonna be me running my mouth <laughs> unchecked for a while. So we'll we'll try to keep it we'll try to keep it succinct. So we'll just jump right into it. You know, I, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. That's something that a lot of people don't really do these days, is just admit that they were wrong. Like, uh, I mean, it's easy to do if you have the evidence that said that you were wrong. Now, some things are still up in the air. Like, for instance, the upcoming uh, presidential race on the Republican side, right? I was one of those people who was saying that Donald Trump was done. But I had to remember something. Who were the people that were saying he was done? The establishment, who hated him from the start. They, didn't, they, they never want him to be president anyway. They just kiss his ass because, unfortunately, he has the heart of the base, right? Now, his main opponent is Ron DeSantis. Now, granted, Ron DeSantis hasn't announced his presidential run yet, but I don't think he should. I think he should just lay it down. I think he should just, you know, uh, walk away and just wait until 2028. And, <coughs> pardon me. Ron DeSantis basically has um, Hillary Clinton syndrome. The more he talks, the more people don't like him. But you figure if he had good policies, he can get past that. You know, Bernie Sanders is not exactly the, 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 the cult of personality, but Bernie Sanders has fantastic policies, and that's why people love him. You know, that's why he could sit there in the inauguration with his puffy jacket and his mittens and get mean to death. And I remember all the Kamala fans are so mad at that because they were like, he's taking the thunder away from Kamala. I'm like, well, Kamala sucks. Bernie's awesome. What are you going to do? But there was a, um, a poll that came out recently from YouGov, right? That made me really think, okay, DeSantis is not going to, this is not going to fly with DeSantis unless, unless something changes, okay? So they took a bunch of... Um, policies that Ron DeSantis has and they tested it and they said okay well let's see if um let's see how that works right let's see uh what the people think about these policies so let's start real quick banning transgender female athletes from playing on women's and girls teams at public schools now that's the only one that got any traction from DeSantis 52% were in favor of this. 31% were opposed to this. So you figure, okay, he's off to a good start, right? People seem to agree with that whole thing. Now, here's where it all goes south. Banning abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. Keep in mind that a lot of women who, unless they're planning to get pregnant, don't know that they're pregnant at six weeks. That's only month and a half, right? So he wants to ban abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. Only 34% were in favor, 
50% were opposed. Okay? Banning public colleges and universities from funding campus activities or programs that promote diversity, equity, and inclusion. Keep in mind, he wants to ban all this stuff. Only 32% were in favor of this. 48% were opposed. And we and Blue and I were just talking about this in, in the pre-show. Allowing people to carry a concealed firearm without a license or safety training. Only 22% of people polled were in favor of this. 66% were opposed. Okay. Banning majors or minors in critical race theory, gender studies, or intersectionality of public colleges and universities. Only 35% were in favor, 43% were opposed. Requiring all books available to children in public schools, including those selected by teachers, to be separately reviewed by a media specialist, like a school librarian for content the government deems inappropriate. 36% were in favor of this, 44% were opposed. And keep in mind, these aren't if these aren't adding up to 100%, it's because the rest were either undecided or didn't want to answer. Permanently banning schools and businesses from imposing COVID-19 mask or vaccine requirements. 35% were in favor, 46% were opposed. And finally, granting political appointees the power to fire tenured faculty members at public colleges and universities at any time and for any reason. Only 21% of the people polled were in favor of this, 55% were opposed. Here's the problem with people like Ron DeSantis, okay? Florida is a, a, a weird, goofy place where there's alligators in your front yard, there's pythons in your washing machine, and the people are just on bath salts and just running wild. Okay, that's an exaggeration. There really are alligators in the streets though, okay? Now, here's the thing, okay? When you do something that's popular where you're from, right? You get it in your head that that's the way the rest of the country thinks. That if, if the people of Florida agree with me on this, because don't forget, he won his last election in, pretty much in the landslide, okay? He won big in his last election. So he probably figures, well, I have a mandate. Well, here's the thing about that. You have a mandate in Florida. You don't have a mandate everywhere else. <laughs> so when you get out into the real world and you get around real people, and you start to put these ideas out there and they're looking at you like you're stupid. What do you think's gonna happen to you? You're gonna get washed out there, okay? Donald Trump has already been pummeling DeSantis for wanting to uh, kill Social Security. Now, does Donald Trump care about Social Security? No, he's just saying that to get people on his side. But it works. That fake populism works. And it's working on DeSantis. We talked about this on 360 Degrees, how DeSantis's poll numbers are tanking. At one point, DeSantis was way ahead of Trump, and now he's behind, or way behind, depending on the poll. So all these things that he's supposed to be going out there and talking about and saying, hey, this worked in Florida, so it's gonna work for the United States, so the United States wants this, not really. No, they don't want this. When you go out there, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, I, 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 I joked about, um, I don't know why I've been watching all these boxing videos lately of people getting knocked out. And I, I, I watched people catch liver shots. And it's like when they catch that liver shot, their mind is like, go, 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 fight, fight, fight. 
and her body's just like, hold, hold, hold on a second, hold on a second. <laughs> you know, I, you know, these boxes catch a, they catch a liver shot, and then they get, they, they, they take a couple steps, and then they just go down to one knee, and they're like, oh, yeah, because those liver shots hurt like living hell. That's what's gonna happen to, to DeSantis out there. They're gonna, they're gonna, the first time he takes a shot to the liver, he's going down. And with these goofy ass policies he's got lined up, yeah, he is going down hard. So, if I was DeSantis, I would wait until 2028, and I would get better policies that people might actually like. Because if you go out there with this cornucopia of, of bullshit, you're gonna get you're gonna get waxed. You're, you're you're done for. So, I don't I don't know what kind of glad-handing nonsensical yes men he has on his side but they're not doing them right they're really not so and uh, I I want to do an addendum on TikTok now if you follow 360 degrees I talked about TikTok and I talked about the congressional hearings that are going on so they can ban TikTok now Blue sent something to my uh, to my mailbox on TikTok about a um about a bill and I did not oh you know what I wrote it down on my pad when I was at uh, when I was at work and I did not get a chance to put it on my OneNote but there's a bill that you're, that they're trying to pass right I'll talk about that more either next week on Politrix or I'll talk about that more on 360 degrees but I wanted to read it more right because this may be kind of a, a smokescreen but there is a couple of things that came up that I wanted to bring to everybody's attention about this whole TikTok thing. First things first, AOC actually talked about TikTok on TikTok. I think she's finally on TikTok. I know she was on Facebook and Instagram. I follow her on Instagram. And then now she's on TikTok. And her first TikTok video, she talked about, of course, Congress going after TikTok, which she is actually, which she is opposed. She doesn't want to get rid of TikTok. And one, one thing she said, that caught my attention because of course all these goofy sanders are just talking about oh yeah uh because it's because it's chinese owned it's a security risk now what aoc mentioned was that when there is a security risk like a real security risk they get they get classified briefings on it and she said i've never gotten a classified briefing about tiktok never so you know this whole classified thing is just pure bullshit. It's just a way to uh, get rid of TikTok for whatever reason. Well, it's not for whatever reason, right? Here's something else that I found out as well, okay? Mark Zuckerberg, now I know that Zuckerberg has been lobbying hard. Like the um, Washington Post did a big story on Mark, on Mark Zuckerberg and his lobbying attempts that he's been doing for years to try and get rid of TikTok. Here's something I didn't know. China banned Facebook back in 2009. And Zuckerberg, I'm just going to call him Zuck from now on. I'm not pronouncing his whole full name. Fuck that guy. But Zuck has been trying to court the Chinese president to allow Facebook back into China. He even, le he even learned Mandarin. So he can give a speech in China, had a, had a picture of him jogging through Tiananmen Square. You know, he even asked uh, Chinese President uh, Xi Jinping to um, uh, 
give a special name to his uh, his unborn daughter at the time. So he was really trying to get TikTok, I mean, not some sake, get Facebook back into China, right? Because you're talking about hundreds of millions of users. But here's the thing, okay? There was a lip syncing app, right? Uh, and this article was from 2019 that I, that I got this from, right? Um, there was a app called Musical.ly and it's spelled M-U-S-I-C-A-L dot L-Y, but I'm just gonna pronounce it as Musical.ly, right? Um, it was a lip syncing app that was gaining a lot of popularity with American teenagers, right? Now, Zuckerberg tried to buy the app and even invited the people who own the app to, you know, to his compound and tried to schmooze them, but it didn't work, right? Eventually, they went ahead and sold to ByteDance, who owns, now they're a Chinese uh, company, you know, they're a conglomerate of the, you know, part of the uh, Chinese government, but they bought Musical.ly for $800 million and they merged it with TikTok, right? So now, Zuckerberg seems like, like the type of guy, like you always hear these stories, I'm not trying to make light of this at all, but you hear about this lately in India, where a guy will ask a woman to marry him that he barely knows, and she'll be like, I don't want to marry you, so he'll like throw acid in her face. And his whole thing is, if I can't have you, no one can. That's like an old trope from like the 1980s, where like you have like this weird guy who's like, oh, I can't have you. No one can. He'll like strangle a woman to death or some shit. Like that's Zuckerberg in, in a nutshell, right? He figures, well, I wanted this app and I can't have it, so I'm just gonna make sure no one can have it, right? So he's been doing this whole anti-China thing. Then here's the thing. He was on this whole pro-China thing when he was trying to get uh, Facebook back into China. But now that that fell through, now he's anti-China. Now he's saying that China's the biggest threat, all this other red scare nonsense, right? But the one other thing that really caught my eye, where I want to do an addendum on this today, is that there is a bunch of uh, reps and senators, right? And I'm not going to go over the Republicans because, I mean, it's the Republicans, right? We all know the Republicans are just a bunch of ridiculous scumbags. We know that they're basically just there to just ruin shit. That's pretty much their thing, right? So when they do horrible underhanded stuff, it's not really a surprise, right? But there are a bunch of Democrats who have stocks in TikTok's competitors and are ready to get rid of TikTok, which means that they feel like if TikTok is gone, all these kids will start going to all these other apps, right? So you figure, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna read the Republicans. I'm just gonna read the Democrats, just to let you know what's kind of going on here. So you have Dean Phillips out of Minnesota, who owns stock in Google. Now I, they have Google twice. So you have G O O G and G O O G L, but I'm just gonna pronounce it as Google. And if it's there twice, I'm just going to pronounce it once, just to make it simple. I imagine one might be, um, 
I think YouTube is owned by Google. Yes, YouTube is owned by Google. So that may be part of it. And of course, uh, YouTube has um, shorts, the YouTube shorts, you know. So, um, so Dean Phillips has stock in Google. Deborah Ross, our, our rep here in North Carolina, has stock in Google. Earl uh, Bloom, uh, Blumenauer out of Oregon has stock in Google. Kathy Manning has stock in Google and Meta. Um, Nancy Pelosi has stock in Google. William Keating out of Massachusetts has stock in Google. Richard Blumenthal has stock in Google. And then Ro Khanna, who I may do a, I may do an episode on him because he is one of the most disappointing people I've seen in a long time. Ro Khanna has stock in Google, Meta, and Snapchat. So he's, he's hedging his bets. So these people are poised to vote to get rid of TikTok, but they have stocks in their competitors. How is that even allowed to happen? Now, this bill that's getting ready to come out, and like I said, I apologize for not being prepared because I just caught on to it maybe like an hour and a half before the show. And like I said, I'm like, I, and when I saw the scope of the bill, I'm like, I need more time. But uh, this may be the smokescreen. But I mean, with all this other stuff here, it just makes the whole attack on uh, on TikTok that much more disgusting. And if they think that these kids are gonna be like, oh well, there's no more TikTok, I guess I'll go back to Instagram. That's not gonna happen. That's absolutely not going to happen. They'll probably either go to, to YouTube, but then again, I mean, I look at it like this. We don't post our show to YouTube for one reason. YouTube is way too restrictive. They will demonetize you in 10 seconds flat. They have way too many rules. I mean, there are rules that make sense. No, we're not supposed to be punching down on people. No, we're not supposed to be, you know, doing ridiculous craziness, right? But if I drop an F-bomb or two, we can get demonetized. And that's not cool. So, a lot of the content creators, especially I'm a big fan of horror movies, and a lot of horror content creators are looking to get away from YouTube because they get demon they have to like edit their videos to the bone so it passes muster for YouTube so they don't get demonetized. So they're trying to get Patreon pages. They're trying to go on other sites. They're trying to get away from YouTube. So do I really want to put my videos on YouTube? Do I really want to get, want to get copyright strikes when I when I review a movie? No. So I, I figure if TikTok goes down, I guess that's just the end of that chapter, <laughs> which would suck because I just started get I just got started making videos. And here's the funny thing on TikTok: I don't do political videos. I just do like movie reviews of like bad movies. It's fun. I, I have to have one fun place, you know. But, you know, I, I get emails from Deborah Ross all the time. And now I find out Deborah Ross is getting ready to vote against TikTok and got stock in Google. So, tell you what, Deborah, don't send me no more uh, campaign emails. I'll vote for you, but I don't like you. You know, and I and and I and I have to say I'll vote for her because the alternative is obviously worse. But we're but we're not friends. 
So please, don't email me, don't act like you know me. When I go to vote and you're standing outside with your little clipboard, stay away from me. I don't wanna hear shit about shit. Corporate ghoul. But, before we wrap up here today, I wanna talk about state legislatures. I, lately, my whole thing has been about uh, you really want to vote in your local elections, right? I mean, these national elections are just, I mean, there's nothing to look forward to. I'm not going to beat that dead horse back to life. There's not that much to look forward to when it comes to the 2024 general elections. I mean, we're going to have old Joe Biden versus goofy-ass Donald Trump. I don't even know if it's worth getting out of bed for. I mean, if they have like a, I'll put it like this. If they put out like an expansion to like uh, God of War the same week that the election happens, I would uh, I may have to flip a coin and see what I need to do that day. That's that's how much this election is gonna suck. But your local elections affect you directly. Now it's not that national elections don't affect you, but your local elections hit you close to home. Now I could talk about all the bad, like for instance Arkansas loosening child labor laws. So kids as, as, as young as 14 can work. And I'll say this, when I lived in New York, right? Back, you know, when I was a kid, back in the back in the 80s, I had a paper route, right? So after school, I would, you know, go down to the route office and pick up my newspapers and deliver newspapers, right? A couple hours a day, just deliver newspapers, right? And then uh, Sundays, you know, I got to put together the Sunday newspapers and deliver the Sunday newspapers, you know? But it was for, and then you could do that as young as 12 years old, right? You had to get your working papers and everything, and, and then you could just work. But of course, there are restrictions on how much you can work. So the only job you could pretty much get at 12 years old is Paperboy. And now they don't have kid Paperboys anymore, because now all Paperboys have panel trucks and vans now, and they're delivering papers in bulk. So those jobs don't exist anymore. You know? So... Now they want, like, because they already have, like, these migrant children who are working in meatpacking plants, getting burned by chemicals, getting cut up by saws that are used to cut through, like, cow bones. It's horrific. And you figure a uh, goofy-ass Sarah Huckabee Sanders has just signed child labor laws that make it easier for people to hire children because they don't have to pay them as much and they don't have to really give them benefits. You got all across the country people doing anti-trans laws even though trans people are like one percent of the country florida is trying to expand their don't say gay bill and then now they're trying to restrict ballot initiatives so people have been using ballot initiatives to get things done that the feds don't do so if they won't raise the minimum wage they get enough signatures and then they say okay well now we can get minimum wage on the next uh ballot and people will vote for a minimum wage so if you've been hearing lately about these states that have been like um, uh, legalizing marijuana, it's usually through ballot initiatives. So now Florida wants to get rid of ballot initiatives because of that. But I didn't want to end with the bad. I wanted to end with some of the good, right? So talk about California. I'm not going to spend too much time on California because I could not find an addendum to California. California said they were going to spend 100 hundred million dollars of their budget to start producing insulin at uh, at near cost for their uh, for diabetics in their state don't forget California is the largest state in the union and that would help you know hundreds of thousands if not millions of people 
who have diabetes, right? Whether you're like me and you're type two and you take insulin once a week, or whether you're type one and have to take it a few times a day, that's gonna be huge. Now we've already had some of these companies come down on uh, insulin prices, right? And are starting to cap insulin prices on their own rather than have Bernie Sanders beat the stuffings out of them and start kneecapping people like he's Tanya Harding. So we don't know if uh, how that's gonna affect California. And I could not find any, any addendum to that. But just the fact that last month that California announced that, that was huge, you know? Uh, now, is Gavin Newsom a good, uh, a good governor? No, he kind of sucks, he's a corporate ghoul. But he does enough good where people are just like, ah, he's all right, you know? You have Michigan with their right to work laws. Republicans are, are hilarious in this respect where they will take something horrific and name it something benign. Like they could have like a chocolate cake law where they will send you a chocolate cake once a month and you open up the box and it's just a box of warm dog shit. Like that's basically Republicans in a nutshell. And we're back. We'll, we'll, we'll have to edit that in post. <laughs> or not at all. We'll just do it guerrilla style. But um, I was talking about Michigan and their right to work laws, right? And basically how uh, Michigan legislature was one of the first legislatures in, in more than 50 years to repeal right to work laws. So basically right to work laws are just uh, a way to cripple unions to keep them from collecting dues, right? And to make them less powerful so they could be uh, picked off by state legislatures. So they've been talking about this since Martin Luther King was still around. And Michigan has, has been the first state in decades to actually get rid of uh, right to work laws. A very deceptive name, right? So they sound as if they're meant to protect someone's right to a job, but in reality, they make it harder for unions to function and organize. And you have unions springing up all over the country, right? Especially at Starbucks. Matter of fact, Howard Schultz, who was a former CEO of Starbucks and notorious union buster was on the floor of the Senate today. I think it was the Senate. And he got clowned because uh, he got mad at Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders referred to him as a billionaire. So billionaire has become a dirty word, right? If you're a billionaire, people automatically hate you, right? Because, you know, you extract wealth. So you have Howard Schultz, who's worth $4.3 billion, getting mad at Bernie Sanders for calling him a billionaire. I'm like, dude, you're worth $4.3 billion. And then he went into this whole diatribe about, oh, well, you know, I came from nothing. I grew up in public housing. My parents never even owned a house. You know, uh, nobody gave me these billions. I earned it. No, you didn't. The fuck are you talking about? Did you, I'm sorry, were you out there slinging coffee? Were you grounding up coffee beans? Were you managing stores? Were you doing any of that stuff? Were you serving customers? Were you making lattes? I, I earned it. You didn't earn shit. You invested, and what you did was you pulled a marrow out of your workers' bones. 
because if you were paying your workers enough money, they wouldn't need to form a union just to get rights. Nobody really forms a union because they're bored. They usually form a union because their rights are being taken away by their employers and they need someone to protect their rights. When, uh, when Blizzard was trying to get unionized, I think it was Blizzard, don't quote me on that. One of, the, one of the major video game companies, like Microsoft had some of their smaller studios unionized and they didn't stand in the way. They were like, fine, unionize if you want to. We're Microsoft, we make too much money for that nonsense. But some of these video game companies, when they unionized, it wasn't about money. They were already making good money. It was about protecting their rights. So they don't have to work ridiculous hours, so they don't get sexually harassed. It was about worker protection sometimes. So, I mean, Howard Schultz, they have like thousands and thousands of stores and these people feel like they need to unionize because they're not making enough money. You know, they got to get on public assistance like Walmart workers. So for Howard Schultz to be out there, you know, talking out the side of his ass about, you know, don't call me a billionaire, just call me a man with means. That's like calling a maid a household technician. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You ridiculous jackass. Now, the one last thing before we wrap up is Minnesota and their free school lunch. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but I'm going to mention it again. Minnesota is actually um, statewide. They're going to be doing universal free uh, breakfast and lunch for schools. Right. And let me pull this up real quick. This is from, uh, from CBS News, right? And I was hoping it didn't, the sound didn't come on. <laughs> so, schools must enroll in the federal program for free and reduced price meals to qualify. Under this bill, the state would pick up the tab for the cost difference of covering everyone who doesn't qualify, which is estimated to be about $388 million in the next two-year budget. It increases after that. The proposal makes permanent a pandemic policy that advocates say is crucial to curbing child hunger. The vote was 38 to 26, with some Republicans joining the Democrats and voting yes. Um, uh, Gustav, uh, well, whoever it was, sorry, gave this example to capture the impact on family budgets. She said, parents in uh, White Bear Lake, in one of those sections, with two children, would save more than $1,800 per school year under the Universal Meals Plan. So this is a very important step. You know, I don't remember, like my mom passed, my dad didn't really deal with these things. My mom has passed because I really wanted to ask her, hey, when we had school lunch, when we were in, in elementary school, like, I, I'm like, did she have to pay for it or was it just part of the budget? I wasn't exactly sure. Like in high school, we didn't have to worry about that because it was either you brought your own lunch or you could buy lunch at the cafeteria because you were in high school. You know, you're almost a grown up. But, you know, when we were in elementary school, we had, I don't remember if we had breakfast, but we definitely had lunch for sure. You know, you get your, you have your little voucher and you go bring it up there and then they just give you a hot meal. You get your little square pizza. <laughs> you get your sloppy joes. You know, all that other stuff. But... It's a, it's a, it's a fantastic thing that they're doing. So, 
even even in my own state of North Carolina, they expanded. Uh, they finally expanded Medicaid. So they signed the that Medicaid expansion bill. The today is twenty ninth. They signed it yesterday. So now six hundred thousand more people will be uh, will be eligible for Medicaid. Now they had to make a couple of concessions to the Republicans for some regulations, but I figure it like this: so long as these regulations don't really hurt people, I will take the six hundred thousand more people being able to get Medicaid. Now. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be eating my words in a year, but for now, I look at it like this: six hundred thousand people able to get Medicaid that weren't able to get it before. I will take it. It's why it's important to vote in your local elections to get people in there who are gonna act, who are gonna advocate for you. Because we have too many Republican legislatures who are out there just doing stuff that don't make any goddamn sense. You know what they did in the Senate today? They actually repealed the uh, the War Powers Act for the Iraq War. That was 20 years ago. 20 years ago. And now they repealed the, the, the war powers that let them invade Iraq. I'm like, you people are ridiculous. Is there nothing else going on in the country right now that we need? Nothing at all. Except to repeal war powers for a 20-year-old war. So you really, I mean, I'm not saying don't vote in general elections, but you really, really need to invest in your local elections. Like I said, if you got a local, if you got a local politician that you like and you think that they're going to do good, phone bank for them, knock on doors for them, you know, do what you got to do to help them out. Even if, it, if it's something as simple as just donating five bucks. You know, there are some people where you can, I was doing this for a little while back in um in in 2020 like you can actually you know do like three or four dollars to like bernie sanders and you could actually just put it on on auto pay i put it like this if you could spend five bucks to follow your favorite comedian on patreon you could spend that money on your local politician who's gonna who's gonna fight for you but be careful who you spend your money on you know research them deeply if they're an incumbent check their voting record if they're new Keep an eye on them, <laughs> but yeah, we but we gotta do something here. Like I always said, I'm Gen X, right? And I think we fail the younger generations, but I think we can make it right. But we don't have that much more time. So let's stop listening to corporate media. Let's start paying attention more, and let's just make this right while we still can. So, but all right, um, that's actually all I had for today. So, uh, I know Blue is doing the family thing, so we won't have his usual bombastic uh, outro. <laughs> I'll do the best I can. You could follow us on um, on social media. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can catch our podcast anywhere where you can get podcasts, uh, including uh, Apple and uh, Spotify. So. Everybody have a great evening, and we will see you guys next week. Yeah, 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 yeah
about the mud like And she thug like That's why I'm working In my bed In my bed In my bed In my bed